Welcome to the So Live Podcast. So Live is an educational nonprofit with a mission to make effective, non-toxic cancer treatments more accessible to the public while promoting general health, wellness, and happiness. This podcast is an extension of that mission. Thank you from So Live. Welcome to the So Live Podcast. I'm Shanna Schultz, Executive Director of So Live, and I'm joined by my co-host, eating psychologist, Tracy Keller. Hi, I'm so excited about today's interview. Oh, me too. We have a very special guest with us today, Ryan Overcash, an independent wellness consultant who specializes in genetic, genetic testing for diagnostic purposes. Her goal is to help introduce clients to testing options, practitioners, nutritional support, and biotech devices to aid them on their journey to wellness I love this. Welcome, Ryan. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for having me today. Heck yeah. And this is kind of a joint purpose meeting. I'll just spring this on the girls uh, right now because not only are we here to talk about Ryan, which is going to be phenomenal, but also to introduce you to this amazing individual because she's actually recently joined our SoLive committee. And so we've we've been working together already and we kind of have already got the benefit of getting to know her and I always want to share her with you. <laughs> so right. thank so you for joining. So excited to be here and to be part of SoLive. So thank you guys so much for welcoming me. This is just an incredible group and I'm so excited to be a part of it. Oh, we love it. And so I, I met um, Ryan actually through a client through a client through a client. It yeah. was just one of those divine interventions. We have a lot of those. Yes, we do. Um, to where this individual I was talking to was like, hey, you really, really need to meet Ryan Overcash. Like she is right in line with what y'all are doing with So Live. And I really feel that the two of you can can work together. And we met probably one day later after that. I reached out to her. We immediately set up a meeting. And uh, I personally feel that we hit it off very well. And we now did. she's stuck with us. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, but now being part of the group, um, we want to turn around and share your practice with our community, um, which is consulting. So tell us a little from the health and wellness perspective. So tell us a little bit about how you got into what you do in the first place. Like you said, kind of divine intervention. I was uh, working in fitness. I was working as a personal trainer, helping people figure out ways to make their lifestyle a little bit healthier. And at the time, I was in my early 20s, and my health started rapidly declining. And I would just end up with this list of symptoms that no doctor could seem to fix. I remember toting around a four-inch notebook trying to explain to doctors that something was wrong. And so my business that started in fitness sort of became a, a journey in my own wellness. And I noticed at the same time an interesting parallel is all of my fitness clients really needed guidance and help figuring out some other avenues to aid their, their health. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that was helping them partner with a doctor, and sometimes that was helping them figure out what labs to ask a doctor to run. And so my fitness business took this kind of organic 180 into wellness. And from there, I have just been running and joining forces with great people like you guys. You know, yeah. it's interesting that sometimes what we are trying to figure out or get to the bottom of is the very thing that leads us into our destiny. And Absolutely. you working in the health and wellness um, department, you know, you feel like, oh, everybody should, especially when it comes easy. In the beginning, when it comes easy, when you're young and you're fit, and then when you begin to have some health issues, what 
a beautiful gift you can now give to other people because you've had to explore that on such a deep level. You do not take it for granted. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I thought it was really a kind of a full circle moment when I found out that Tracy was part of this board because we met when I was. Oh, that's right. Y'all know yes. knew each other before. Yes. Maybe I was just a teenager. I want to say I was maybe 19 you when we first met. You were very young. So beautiful, so cute. You oh, still are you. so beautiful and so cute. You still don't look any older than I remember when you came on board. So when uh, Shanna told me about you, I'm like, I know, I know her. her. <laughs> <laughs> well, it definitely felt full circle. And so I'm, I'm very glad to be here. But um, in answer to your question, that I think that's kind of how I ended up in wellness was, was um, I could not find what I needed. And so I had to kind of create this, this path for myself. And yeah. um, after that, people started coming to me asking for advice and information. Mm-hmm. And, and now it's, it's something that um, I, I, I cannot believe the need for. Every day I'm kind of blown away by how lost some people feel with wellness. And so this is such a great many, opportunity. Yes, Many people feel... I, I can certainly attest to that. And so this, this journey that you went down, I, I'd love to look, to share a little bit more about that because I do want to get into your offering and specifically what you're doing now for clients. But there was a need. You didn't have it, so you had to fill the gap and be that support system for yourself. And so would you mind sharing a little bit about what you were struggling with and, and kind of how you personally handled that? Sure. I... Um I started having issues that were, I would say, symptoms, but at the time they didn't seem that that detrimental. Mm-hmm. They weren't they weren't debilitating. I would see doctors and explain to them that my hair felt thin and my skin felt dry and my brain felt foggy. And sometimes they weren't necessarily things that I could physically show them, yeah. but I definitely knew something was off in my body. And and eventually this list of symptoms became. Um, a, a list that was about 37 items long. Oh, and wow. I remember handing doctors this piece of paper saying, this is everything that's wrong with me. You can't tell me this is in my right. head. And um, I'd carry around this little notebook of photos so that they could see this before and after, how, how much I had changed in a short amount of time. And um, I was suffering from tachycardia, which is rapid heart rate, AFib, which is irregular heartbeat. Um, oh. I had thyroid dysfunction, hormone dysfunction at 22. I was rapidly losing hair and gaining weight. I was having um, afternoon crashes where I felt like a narcoleptic. I would be driving on the highway and just have this overwhelming wave of fatigue. Um, Pretty much every symptom was um, affecting some part of my body, some system in my body. There was really not a part of me that was unaffected by this. And what were the doctors telling you? Oh my gosh. So I really wish I could create a sitcom around what the doctor's (laughs) responses were because even now it's just it's unbelievable to me I know I I had a lot of people tell me it was in my head Mm -hmm. I had a lot of people tell me well you're 22 now just stop eating cheeseburgers and drinking beer which I wasn't and I obviously had come from this this job in fitness and so I knew how to lose weight and how to exercise it wasn't a matter of diet or or lifestyle problems and um, I'd get my labs back and they'd be normal and doctors would say well you're fine or well you want to up that medication there were really not a lot of creative offerings, in, mm-hmm. especially in the allopathic world. And that okay. kind of pushed me to venture into functional medicine and meet with some specialists that I thought maybe had alternative therapies mm-hmm. and some different ideas, maybe nutritional approaches. 
And I did get some great information, but most of the protocols that were suggested were dozens of pills or supplements right. a day, mm-hmm. expensive, not sustainable. And it was frustrating to me to feel like I, I was just throwing money at things, hoping that something worked, right. not knowing for months at a time if it would. And I thought there's just got to be a better way. And about maybe after nine years of searching, I finally... I did not realize it was that long. I was sick for about 10 years. And I would say the last two, I was finally at a place where there was a light at the end of the tunnel. You know, I believe so often nowadays we've gotten so used to feeling sick that we think it's our norm. And so when doctors see you, they're just like, they kind of blow it off because Mm -hmm. we're not living our best life to begin with. And it's, it's, it's just... Rampant. You know what's so interesting when you say that? So many people, when I first sit down with them, I'll say, you know, what are you coming to me for? What are some of the things you really want to tackle? And they'll have these two or three symptoms they really want to pinpoint. And as we get started talking, they're like, oh, yeah, well, that too. And and then there's this. And then I also have this. And, you know, I can't breathe in the morning and I, I, um, I get headaches every night. But those aren't really symptoms, are they? And I'm thinking, we don't even know what it is what a symptom is. We don't even know what it feels like to be normal because we're so acclimated to feeling less than 100%. Right, right. And so here you are in this predicament. It's nine years of of you essentially taking control of your own health and just being here. A lot of research. (laughs) A lot of research. Um, And and I'm looking at you now. You you look of incredible health and wellness, beautiful, clear skin, youth, all these things. And so what... What was it that actually brought you around to this level of health? I mean, and I know this is going to be specific to you, so it's sure. not necessarily going to apply to everybody. Sure. I think, number one, optimizing my thyroid, making sure it was getting enough support. So I, I was diagnosed with something called dysautonomia, which is unfortunately kind of a catch-all for symptoms we can't put in a box. And it's not a very yeah. helpful diagnosis because there is no dysautonomia specialist. It's mm-hmm. just um, that you can't go anywhere for this treatment. There's not a protocol. It's just um, a bundle of symptoms. Mm-hmm. And so I was excited to get a diagnosis, but at the same time kind of let down because here I was still on this path by myself with no guidance. And um, so what I what I found in in hindsight, what I wish I had known then, was to support my thyroid. Um, for me, a, a natural desiccated thyroid was a big game changer. Getting off of things like Synthroid that that are synthetic um, really allowed my body to kind of help heal itself. Okay. Um, I worked with a couple of doctors who pinpointed some genetic issues, mm-hmm. um, specifically in nutrigenomics. Um, so I, I have a. a genetic mutation that's really common called an MTHFR. And it means that my body does not convert vitamin B from food. Thank you for explaining that. Yeah. <laughs> I was about yeah. to ask. It's yeah. a big word, it's, but it's really common. And what's really interesting is, is most OBGs are testing for this infertility issues, mm-hmm. but almost no one's discussing it. And they, I found that a lot of my clients tell me, oh yeah, they did test for this, but nobody really told me what to do about it. And, and it can cause a lot of problems in, in women trying to conceive. So, and, and a number oh. of other things. So, um, it's kind of a catchy gene right now. It's a, 
it's really it's trending. It's very trendy. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> but I, for me, it made a world of difference. My cognitive function, my ability to okay. um, to metabolize food, um, how my hormones functioned through my liver were all uh, really reliant on me having adequate supplies of vitamin B. And and that was something you were able to supplement. Um, you, you know, through through vitamins or was there other lifestyle changes that you made to to fill that gap? You know, I think for me, this was I, I'm not a drinker. I don't like I don't feel great when I drink alcohol, so I just don't. But for somebody diagnosed with MTHFR, that would be a huge um, helpful thing to talk to your doctor about whether or not your um, your vitamin B could be affected mm-hmm. by by alcohol. And I think for most of us trying to live a healthy lifestyle, that's a pretty easy thing to cut out. <laughs> or to reduce or to reduce moderation moderation, moderation. yeah that's fair um but and the interesting thing when i you know i tell my clients this all the time when i had my um genetic profile analyzed one thing that i started doing is really eating for my genetic support and the things that my genes needed and required okay. all of a sudden it was like I had this little user manual for my body that's wonderful it was really easy I love that term a user manual for your body because actually yes. that's what you help your clients create is to yes. essentially put together their own user manual which um, I I personally am very excited about it's just another another disclosure for me I'm I'm actually going through uh, Ryan's protocol right now and she's helping not only put this user manual together that she's referring to but to know what questions to ask and and uh, one of the biggest things that you know you really equip me with is if I'm going in uh, to, to see a specialist or my OB or whatever it may be hey make sure that you you know you know consider asking this and this and this and see what he says about it and I would never think to ask these questions because I don't have that mindset it's all overwhelming to me right I, I just want to go in there and, and and him or her be able to to give this information to me and know what it is that I need to hear and they're they're not necessarily taking the time to know what questions to even ask me so that we can figure that out and so I feel really grateful to have this user manual but also that support system behind um, me look you know taking control of my own wellness well and one of the things you said earlier was that many of when you got your blood work back your rain you were within range so can you talk a little bit about you know what to look for, even if something's on, you know, looks like it's okay. Sure, and I think this might be a great time to to just reiterate. I just want everybody to know too that I'm not a medical professional. I mean, all of the information mm-hmm. that I've acquired, anybody could acquire. But it, I mean, it did. It takes years, and it, it takes a lot of of patience. And um, I I've probably harassed Passion. so many doctors <laughs> trying to get that. information <laughs> as my own patient advocate, and now um, advocating for others. But and and you know something that I. Think confuses a lot of people is my goal is never to work against the doctor. It's always to work with them because oh, yeah. doctors are That's busy good. and they're really limited on time and patients don't always know what to ask. And so if I can make your five to ten minutes with your physician right. a little more efficient and mm-hmm. streamlined, then then that's my job. You know, that's my goal. So um, you know, I, I when if there is ever a physician listening to this, I really want them to know that that my goal is to make that partnership stronger and better and more communicative and um, not work against doctor's orders. Oh, I'm no. here yeah. to help facilitate. Yeah, totally. and, and, and just to clarify on, on my comments before, I mean, you're, you're helping me to be a more educated person to, 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 to know what questions to ask, but you 
you've actually recommended some really wonderful medical professionals. And well, I'm thanks. grateful I'm for that because that's also overwhelming is which one do I go right. to, yeah. you know, and, and because you have these wonderful relationships with other um, professionals and medical professionals, um, you know, your, ex- your experience and your relationship is really helpful for me to hear as a recommendation of, Hey, you know, this is, this is a potential, um, a good practitioner for you and otherwise I would just be googling and that doesn't, that doesn't it, yeah help, and it takes no. it takes years of, right. of googling and I definitely did years mm. of googling and um but I, I really did I lucked into some I'm probably not giving enough credit to some of the doctors that really did help me because to touch on what Tracy was saying with my four inch notebook I'd carry around and <laughs> shove at every doctor that took me on um you know, I do think your information, your labs, your testing is only as as valuable as the person interpreting it. And for right. me, you know, I had the same information with all of the dozens of doctors that I saw, but it was one or two that would flip through this notebook and say, hey, did anybody talk to you about this? Or did anyone see this? Why has nobody been fixing this? Right. And it was like this light bulb moment for these physicians. And so, um, you know, I really, I learn from every single client that comes my way. And I think um, one thing that I can do is help people save the time that it took yes. me to get there. So somebody else isn't spending 10 years on their road to recovery. but Or have has given up on their recovery. Absolutely. Because it's like that's daunting. what happens. Yeah, when you don't feel good, the last thing you want to do is go out and fight like a pit bull to get somebody <laughs> to pay a bit attention to you. Right, right. So talk to us about your interest in genetics. You know, we, we, we're pretty familiar with getting lab work done, blood work done, um, but I know that you have a specific interest in genetics. Where did that come from? Sure, and... and You know, so I do something called epigenetic counseling, which is basically how your lifestyle and your genes coincide. And um, there are some really incredible geneticists in this town. And I I definitely don't want to take away from their uh, incredible profession, but um, having the chance to integrate your lifestyle with the genetic reports, Mm -hmm. I think that's really the key. Um, So genetics changed my life, one, because of the MTF. MTHFR mutation. And um, there were a number of other things that I got back on my report that really allowed us to dial in my wellness. And, and that's something that, that is, you know, more of, of who you are to where your lab work is kind of a snapshot in time. It's, it's right now. Yes. yes. But your, your genetics are, are your genetics are your genetics. And, and, and there's a discussion about them being turned on and off and, and so forth. But um, honestly, before I met you, I had never um, had anybody request that I get genetic work done. And I've been working um, as my own patient advocate, but not um, not quite as effectively as you, which is why I'm happy to have you on board for a very long time. And I don't know why it hasn't come up yet. And so it's really exciting to go through this process. And now I have my genetic reports back and I found out things about me that have been me for almost 40 years and I didn't know it. Absolutely. And, and there's... Um you know, there are a lot of people, I think, in the medical world that'll say, oh, it's just, you know, it's not really applicable to genetic per symptom or something like that. But it definitely helps explain a lot of the reasons that I ended up sick, that I ended up with nutritional deficiencies or, or thyroid dysfunction. So um, for me, it's it's kind of like having signs on the highway telling you where to go or what to do. It's, it's 
a guide. It might not be everything we need. I think genetics in combination with some real-time testing like blood mm-hmm. work or urinalysis right. is really helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I love using genetics as a foundation because it also helps us eliminate what uh, what out of your symptom list is based on your lifestyle. If we get something right, back right. that says you don't have a genetic propensity towards um, you know, high blood sugar, then we know that it's something in your lifestyle that we can easily mm-hmm. be in control of changing. Right. So, um, or if it's something that's, you know, you, you get something back that's negative in your genetic, there could be um, something that you can do to, to counter that. And, Absolutely. And so I don't, whether it's a supplement, complement or whatever it may be. And I know I get this question all the time. Can you change your genes? Well, it, no, I would love to ask a, a, an actual geneticist this, but as I understand it, no, you cannot change your genes. But what we can influence is the genetic expression. There so you if go. you have what we, a lot of people used to call it a mutation. Now we're calling it a polymorphism because um, everyone was really worried about being a mutant. But um, we're all mutants. <laughs> but we're um, all okay with poly. Got yes. It. yes. Um, so if we see, you know, a, a heterozygous or a homozygous mutation in a gene, what we can change or support is the, the expression. Pressure of the gene mm-hmm. kind of acting out. So it's really interesting to, to see how we can help somebody's, um, their mood, their, their diet, their weight loss, how they um, metabolize estrogen, all of these things that are, are frustrating and tedious to fix. We just get a little um, window into how to hack it quickly. Hack it. That reminds me of another like term that. that you use, biohacking. biohacking. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, let's talk about that. Uh, or, or actually, your your the biotech devices is is, is something that you are um, you recommend as well. So um, it looks like you have a, a really big portfolio of interest, which is great because you're diversified and you're able to customize approaches for your clients. But um, so talk to us a little bit about the biotech devices and your interests there. There's a handful of biotech devices that I love to use with my clients, depending on what their issues are. Mm-hmm. I have not received permission to discuss them. Sure. So yeah. No, uh, no we'll worries. Keep it general. But General's if somebody perfect. has a question, by all means, I'd be happy to to answer that directly. Um, but I, I think. Um, yeah, biohacking sounds kind of scary and like something out of Star Wars, but it sounds um, really exciting. Yeah, in a good it does way sound me. exciting to me as well. <laughs> I think it's um, it's more of a fun term than anything else. I mean, intermittent fasting is considered biohacking, and that's free and easy, and anyone can do that. Nobody has to buy a twenty thousand mm-hmm. dollar device to to do that. So that does appear to be in the magic number. By the way, I've looked at a couple of. To, like totally different devices that I really wanted, and they were each twenty thousand dollars. So I was like, shucks, shucks. <laughs> Maybe for Christmas, <laughs> dear Santa. Yeah. Okay. Um, but there are some really great ones out, and mm-hmm. and there's also some really scary ones. So um, I think it's very important that I try everything before I set a client up with any device, and I like to do a lot of research. I am not afraid to um, bother somebody until they call me back or answer my <laughs> questions so true story yeah <laughs> um but i i think there's there's some really amazing things out there it's just like you said it's overwhelming to try to vet all of these products or supplements or companies and even in the world of genetic testing there are so many direct-to-consumer offerings available that it can be overwhelming trying to decide if you want to do you know ancestry.com or 23andme or what are the repercussions of using some of these that are direct to consumer um, mm-hmm. because I, I 
I don't know anybody that reads the the long list of disclaimers that come attached to those. So um, I like to stick with a company that is direct to provider. And I feel a little bit safer about that. But there are some really fantastic um, ways to, to run your genes if you don't have a provider. Um, there's, a, there's a website, if you already have a, a DNA test called Livewello, and mm-hmm. I use that a, a lot for, for clients that come to me with a 23andMe raw data. Um, what's really incredible about Livewello is they've kind of made this like network available to anybody that wants to run, I think it's $20. And you can download about 600,000 templates. So if you have a specific idea of something that you want, okay. It's it, it's Wait, wait, templates for what? Give me an example of. So let's say you have, I have a client that has a gastrointestinal issue, but she already has um, a 23andMe and really can't spend money on a new test. We can take her existing 23andMe and um, run it through Livewello, and we can get some some information back. It is uh, very difficult to interpret. Okay. Really quick, 23andMe. So what is that? Because it sounds like something I probably should just know. Yeah, but. you've probably seen this. So mm-hmm. they, I think they're now owned by Ancestry.com, which is probably the largest um, direct-to-consumer mm-hmm. um, DNA kit. They offer a, a health um, package as well. Okay. I, I'm not advocating for them. I don't I don't use them, but uh, <laughs> just in case somebody is, is frustrated or already has one, okay. this is an easy way to go without... Um, without any you don't need anyone so, to so do for this. genetic testing you can oh, yeah okay yeah and and um just you know uncheck the box if you don't want to meet all the cousins you have in the world because um, <laughs> you will find a few <laughs> I, I already have i already have, have a bunch enough. and i i love them all no, no need to get more um okay and so i didn't mean to interrupt That's that okay. so you're saying that you know with, with that information you can run it through this program yeah uh, what was it called it's the, called live well live well okay. and um it was one of one of the earliest um that i i was using a long time ago 10 mm-hmm. maybe 10 years ago i was running um some raw data through this because the only thing i will tell you is i mean it looks like computer code when you get it back so definitely find someone that can help you interpret it well that's um, the other blessing about you know having people contact you is the information that you have on how to interpret it because what good is does it do if you have information if you don't know what to do with the information and that's what I was going to say I walked around with this Livuello report for about seven years and it it literally had everything every doctor ever needed to know about my body or why I was sick and nobody paid attention to it until maybe you know a year before I was I was probably 85 percent better before someone said oh by the way you might want to pay attention to this and so what do you there's there has to be situations to where there's a certain things a medical or licensed professional would need to interpret or or review or discuss with the with one of your clients so how does that relationship work if if they need to get involved so Part of what I, I learned when I was really ill is is how to talk to a practitioner to find out if they are a good match, either for, for me when I was sick or for mm-hmm. my client now. And so one of the, the services that I offer now um, is a little bit of patient advocacy. Mm-hmm. So I will take the time to go and meet this doctor and explain um, what, what my patient's symptoms are, what my client's symptoms are, um, what they're struggling with, what they've tried. Mm-hmm. So basically... That four-inch notebook I used to carry around is is me. I just go and I give them all the information. I help right. them explain to them maybe some protocols my clients not comfortable with if they want to stay away from um, pharmaceuticals or, or they're not comfortable with something that might have been used before um, and see if that doctor feels 
like we might be a good match. And more often than not, I get a really positive result because I think it it allows the doctor to get a deeper understanding of what's going on with somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, and oftentimes my my client just wants to know they're not going to be passed from doctor to doctor right. to doctor. So it allows us to kind of create a lasting relationship. And, you know, if I ever have a client come back to me and say, please don't send anyone there again, they just are doing a crummy job, then, I, you know, that's an incredible a bit of feedback for me oh, yeah. moving forward. So I learn every day from right. my clients. Well, you definitely, you definitely are an advocate. And I, I think just the first step, it's helpful to be able to, to teach people how to ask the right questions. But you're even going a step beyond and you're like, I'll go do the interview for you. And, um, and that's, that's, I think, something that is unique. I mean, I've never, um, like I said, I've been on this, this road for some time now and I've never been offered that kind of assistance or support. And really, that's what you're doing is, is truly just advocating um, and, and helping to make the, your clients more educated and, and get what they need. Because otherwise, you're going to end up going in circles you know, your whole life because one thing points back to the other if you're not actually getting to the root cause. Exactly. Right. I love that term, root cause. I, yeah. I say that all the time. Let's fix the root cause and not the symptom. That's right. That's right. So are you still working in the, the fitness area? Are you, would you say that this is just to get a full rounded view of your services. So consulting is your primary primary only. And you know, one of the, um, the beautiful things that I think fitness taught me was sort of how to, how to, um, I don't want to say work on someone's body, but, um, help feel what they're feeling. Okay. And so I have a lot of, of clients that come to me with, um, chronic pain issues, usually associated from something in the autoimmune realm. And so having some modalities that um, maybe came from the world of fitness, Mm -hmm, a lot of restorative yoga tactics, um, muscular manipulation and things like that, um, even just helping them with some postural changes, I think have been really impactful. Um, I I know a a lot of people that that come to me are really frustrated because they've been dieting and exercising to the max and they don't see any changes. So if we do integrate something um, like exercise, it is usually something I oversee mm-hmm. and then they, they execute on That's their own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and Tracy's seen that as well to where, um, you know, working in the, with the, the physical body and with the mind is sometimes it's something that a diet and exercise isn't going to change, mm-hmm. whether it's an emotional thing or a genetic thing. And it goes back to that root cause. Yep. And and that's what I love about what you were saying. You know, you have a way of kind of this map that you can, so you, you don't get so frustrated with, I feel like I've tried everything or I don't even know what to try again. Or if it doesn't make any difference, I'll just eat whatever I right. want and never right. exercise. Right. <laughs> it's Yeah, I'm just going to throw in the towel. You know, um, a lot of what we start with is like an elimination diet just to try to find whereas you're exactly. going in, getting some testing, going, hey, your body's not, you know, not even taking care of these foods. You can't even. So we can wipe those off the plate right away mm-hmm. instead of wasting the time. Yeah, that's a great point. So many people that come to me for gastrointestinal issues, they say, look, I can't eat anything. I can't have gluten, dairy, soy. I can't have fermented foods. I really don't do well with large bits of fiber. And um, I'm just struggling. I can't find anything to eat. And I think the goal is not to eliminate all these foods or, or feel like you're living on this restricted diet, but really to um, 
to fix the root cause so Mm -hmm. that your body can function the way it's meant to, which is eating a variety of foods and and being able to feel good about that and not exercising for punishment, which is, I think, really in your world. Yeah, that's definitely... (laughs) Yeah, you're special. Yeah, no, I I love that, and so, and I love when um, when our two worlds kind of come together because I feel like that's really how people get help. Yes, yes. Well, I'm so excited to. You know, because when I knew you, it was the fitness world, and it was years and years ago. Yes, yes, yes. and we both have shifted, and 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 a lot. We're in alignment in so many ways. I feel like what you have to bring to the table for me is to help my clients that I've been working on a root emotional cause. Mm -hmm. I've been working on a root, you know, what, let's change the way we're thinking about this. Let's shift the perspective and we can get some incredible results. And then there's some that I'm like, okay, we've even done that. And we're, we're doing all the right things. Now we can zero in with this genetic testing, with matching them with the right physician that is, match made in heaven. I truly believe you are the matchmaker. The oh, matchmaker. yes. Yes. Another great term. Um, yeah, it's, it's kind of the, the chicken or the egg because you wonder sometimes if an emotional state is actually causing the physical elements or sure. if it's the, the physical um, elements that are right. causing the emotional state. And so what I'm getting to, to witness between the two of you and experience is, you know, truly it is not a, a, a one a, a one size fits all. Right. You, you you address the emotional, you address the physical, the spiritual. There There's just so many different layers there. And I think it's important uh, to have that variety. And so this is why this is such an awesome team. Feel, feeling grateful. And seeing the results that, you didn't give up and that you really do have this quality of life. I feel like so many people have given up on a quality of life. I I remember being 23 years old and thinking, my gosh, am I going to have to live the rest of my life feeling like everything's in black and white Mm. and and nothing's in color. And I, you know, I just want to go to sleep because I'm so tired and everything hurts. And it's just so much work to get out of bed in the morning. And that is not normal. And the fact that I got to the point where I thought, Maybe this is just the way I'm supposed to live. And, you know, I I have a little photo in my phone that I show some of my clients because when I was really sick, I I put on about 35 pounds just overnight, which is a lot for for my size. And it was um, it was devastating. Mm -hmm. And I didn't feel like myself. I, I knew what to do to get that off. And so if it helps somebody to see this physical transformation, and everything else is bonus points, I feel like, you know, that's, that's a perfectly fine way to start. If you're worried about the the vanity of it first, and and the health of it later, hey, whatever gets you there. Right. Oh, um, well, I'm um, I'm excited about what our future holds for for sure, and um, we're actually going to have show notes here, so we're going to include Ryan's information, so we don't have to, you don't have to get a pin out yet. Just check out the show notes, and um, that you know, definitely this is this is a great avenue to uh, she's a great avenue to reach out to if you're needing assistance and and juggling with your health and well being, and really just looking for that person to advocate for you and to actually give you the tools to advocate for yourself, which I think is so huge. 
Um, and you're also going to be hearing quite a bit more from Ryan in the future. As I mentioned, she's working with us here at So Live. Um, we're going to be throwing her in the podcast, giving, right. giving interviews. So uh, this is just an introduction to a, a beautiful journey to come. And I'm really excited and, and just grateful to have you as a part of the team. I'm right. so excited. I have so many fun people to introduce you guys to. Oh, and I, yeah. <laughs> and I can't wait. Your story is what heals. Like just people hearing your story saying, okay, there's hope. Because once you've lost hope and thrown in the towel, then that's where it's a spiral from there. So I'm so thankful you shared your story. Oh, well, thank and you I've been telling me. people little bits and pieces about your story. So I'm glad we have it. Oh, yeah. Now we can just one. share the, this episode. <laughs> yes, it's going yes. to be great. Well, thanks. Yeah. I know there's there's probably so many more details to cover, but um, I know we want to kind of keep it keep it to the the bullet points so right. hopefully that covered everything but oh yeah there's many more to come and uh it's it's been a pleasure and i'm like i said i'm excited about our future so thank you both thank you thank you so live takes a holistic approach in that mind consumption and movement is your strongest ally in creating the mental and physical wellness you desire Join us on this journey of sharing the best tips, insights, and expert advice we've come across. Thank you from So Live. For more information, go to solive.inc.org.